Welcome to the Unlock the Genius Within show. I'm your host, Jordan DeBarno, former salesman turned alchemist and creative. And on this show, myself and my guests will be breaking down the lessons, experiences, and secrets that we gained through bringing our creative genius to life. Thanks for joining me today, and let's get into the episode. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to the Unlock the Genius Within show. I'm your host, Jordan DeBarno, and it's Monday, and I'm recording a podcast. Um, we're breaking the mold today, guys. We are breaking the mold. I got a bridge this morning. Those of you that uh, do the natural success work, or a, if you're a client of mine, you'll understand what I mean by bridge. Um, But I got a bridge this morning to keep podcasting and it felt like uh, what Genius was telling me was to podcast today. So I'm podcasting today and I might podcast on Thursday because a topic came through that I feel is timely. I don't know as as I I don't know much uh, most of the time um, when I'm creating in my business, writing books and, and playing playing music, but uh, there was a topic that I I wanted to bring to life today on this show. And I feel like if you're a a business owner, a writer, a musician, a manager, a salesperson, a yoga teacher, whoever you are, whatever you want to create, a physio, like you will get immense value out of what we discussed today. And the topic is do not fix what is not broken. Um, this is a very important topic for a number of reasons. Uh, number one, it's something that I have been a stickler for in my past and still to this day. Um, I love fixing things. Man, do I love fixing things. Give me a problem and and Jordan the fixer, Jordan the Superman, you know, or... Uh, what was I calling myself in Byron? Mirror man, because I, I could I could see people could see themselves through me. Yeah, anyway, mirror man sounds uh, could be. Look, I won't lie. I won't lie. It, it's out. Like it. Look, here's the thing. It was going to be a book. It was going to be a comic. I wrote the book. I didn't do anything with it. You guys have heard it now. Mirror man. It's a superhero. You know the power. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. David, my my writing choice has not fed me um, that idea. Again, um, that was a that was something I thought was a good idea, and then I, I yeah I wrote it and it wasn't true for me to publish. So maybe it is for someone else. And that's um, that's a thing. But anyhow, getting back on topic, um, do not fix what, what what is not broken. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing that I've learned. When I go to fix something, I really shut my heart off, and you know this happens in so many different areas of my life. You know, when I, a classic thing that I do a lot of, okay, so now I'm being very vulnerable. You know, I listen to a friend talk or a family member and I can see that they're struggling with something. And it's like, if I look at that and I define it as a problem and I see myself as the guy that can fix that because I'm almighty powerful and I know something or or multiple things that can help that person. And I jump in, well, why don't you do this? Right? What I'm essentially doing is I'm shutting my heart off 
because I'm assuming, number one, that that person that I'm wanting to help fix their problem, I'm assuming that they can't fix it themselves. And number two, I'm also assuming that I am above instead of on the same level. And when you're above, uh, in my experience, you always attract something to humble your ass back down to earth. And that has happened to me many times. I should say it happened to me. I caught that language there. Um, I created those scenarios. You know, I, I remember for so many times in my coaching, I've, I've uh, set myself up as almighty guru Jordan, um, teaching sales or teaching, teaching genius work, helping people access their heart. And I've, I've attracted people that have needed my help that have defined themselves, like put themselves in a pit, not seen their greatness, looked up to me. I've coached them. They've got some results, but it always created this dynamic where they would constantly lean on me for advice, constantly lead on me for, am I doing this right? I'm not sure. Far out. I'm stressed. I don't know. And what's always happened then is at some point in that coaching journey as client and coach, there's resentment on their end and there's resentment on my end. It's like, fuck, I'm not getting what I need out of this. And I'm thinking, fuck, they're taking up so much of my time. And that's because I came in, I created this structure of like, hey, I can fix it. I can fix it. I know I can fix it. I see your problem. And the thing is, the ego wants us to believe that stuff, that things and, and stuff it, it is actually a problem. And it's not true. It's not true. And this, this really changed um, when I started really like unpacking the message that I was sending to my subconscious around just people, just whether it was um, professional or, or personal. When I started to unpack what message am I feeding my subconscious when I'm looking at someone and communicating to them? Am I choosing to see them as a powerful creator in their heart? Am I defining their, um, let's say, their victim, like when they're not in their heart and they're getting into their patterns and stuff? Am I defining that as a problem or am I just saying, well, it's just a victim behavior. It doesn't mean anything. And when I really started to pick apart that, guys, like it changed the game for me. I was like, fuck, like, I've, I can see that person's power and I'm hearing this problem and it's like, they're going to be fine. If they choose to step up, not even step up, step out and, and go to the right or left out of the arena of the problem, shit, what do I do? Right. And, and if I just go this way to my, to my heart, you know, I, I saw it so powerful so powerful they are so powerful they'll be able to that they will be able to look at that problem in the eye and go you don't need fixing i'm just getting on with my life right that's the amazing thing about this guys like i i'm gobsmacked because so like a lot of my clients now they come to me because they want guidance on what's coming through for them geniusly I'm not there to fix their problems. You know, problem comes up in the session. Yeah, okay, all right. Because, and, and I, we don't react to it. Sometimes we're tempted to, but I always hold the structure. It's like, this is not a problem. You know your greatness. I know your greatness. You step into your greatness. You'll have a solution straight away if that problem needs solving. Or you will quickly move on and laugh and go, man, oh, what the hell was I worried about?
That's not even a problem. Do not fix what is not broken. I thought I was broken for so long. Jordan, you're angry all the time. Jordan, you're too much this. Jordan, you're too much that. Jordan, you are too much. Like what I'm doing now. You know, you wanting to, to rap and, and coach and write books about fiction stories. You wanting to play the piano, do guitar, jump up on stage and do it all at once. Like, that's too much, man. There's something wrong with it. I convinced myself. There is something seriously wrong with you. You're getting all these ideas and, you know, there's something wrong with you. So what did I do? Man, I, I went to all the coaches, help me fix my beliefs. So when I do get out on stage, so when I do coach, so when I do write songs, so when I do write books, it's of service. Now, here's the interesting thing. That's not, a, that's actually... That's actually a pretty true, that, that is a true premise for everyone to be of service. But when you have, when <laughs> I had the, the structure of, I am so shit scared of being a selfish MF, right? So I'd set up in the structure, if you can see my fists on, on YouTube here, right? This is how I usually explain structure. And on, on Instagram, you could see it, right? Uh, over here is like what I was avoiding and over here is what I was going for. So here's the pain, not being of service and over here is being of service. This is an egoic, like that was an egoic structure. I was going to be in oscillation. So over here, I'm not in service. I'm writing and doing all kinds of selfish crap. Okay, swing this way. It's either good or bad, but then I realize this is not in my heart and then I swing to the other way and it's like, now I'm really trying hard to be of service and man, did I create some absolute junk over here? right? None of it was truth because it was pain and pleasure. And, and, and that all started because I thought I was like fucked. I'm like, man, why am, I, why am I having these ideas? Okay. None of it was wrong. It was just a victim structure. It was just a structure where it was about me. The song was about me. The writing was about me. The business was about me. It was all about what I believed. It was all about what I, what I felt good doing. Yeah. Now, those of you that did unlock your create uh, unlock your creative genius with me earlier this year, you'll know that when we're creating, it's not it's not personal; it's structural. So that's what I'm talking about here. So that so so whenever I've made things personal, that's when I've need the most help with like the healing and the rewiring, limiting beliefs, and all that kind of stuff. But the minute I just got into service, and I'm like, man, I'm just going to serve. Not serve for me, <laughs> because I because I, I think it's a good idea. I'm gonna tune into what is actually coming through me. What is landing? What's up there? Ah, oh, right. Okay, a book. A book. What about? Right. Okay, coaching. What about? Right. I, I'm tuning in. What does genius? What is my superconscious? The part of me, the real me. But before I got to this earth, before I had thoughts and feelings, and I decided to make up what it was around, what what was going on around me. What was that? What's it telling me to create? What's that emotion that it's given me and saying, "Hey, make make up what you're going to create from here." And man, did I, I? You've heard the story. I don't need to go through it. But like, I've done so many things that I go, why the hell would I do that? But man, has it, has it really changed my orientation in life? When you, when you go to fix problems, you create more. 
when you think something's broken and you go to fix it, you create more that's broken because it's the structure. It's the structure. Yeah? You guys have heard the stories. Heard the stories. You know, it, 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 this is a big thing I, uh, I used to do in, uh, in business on sales, on sales calls. I used to convince people that they had a massive problem. Dig, dig, dig. Can you see this is a problem? How long is it? Like, like really fucking like making them feel a certain way about it. They bought. It's an effective strategy. But you know what would happen afterwards? I was, I was in the coaching space. And, and also later in my career, I was selling all kinds of things. I was in mortgages. I had uh, clients that were um, in bloody in, in property. I had uh, hospitality. I, I had all kinds of things going on. But the, the structure was the same. Convince someone they're in so much pain that so they can seek out pleasure. But what did that create? Well, I, I watched these clients in whatever business service they bought, whether it was, it was in mortgages or, or property or whatever, like there, there was some service there to help them with that. They would start in pain, they'd get to pleasure, and then the minute they'd achieve a result, something would happen over here to sabotage the result. They'd, ha they'd have the result for a little bit and then they'd swing back to pain. And it's like, oh, Jordan, yeah, it's been really good, but oh, I've just noticed in the last few months I've dropped off and my business has died or, you know, now I've, I've got a few properties from this program, but now like I'm, I'm really struggling to, to meet all the payments. So I, I don't know, they've created something magically, they've, they've done this to drag them back to pain. And, and it, I found it fascinating and I always thought, well, this is just the coaching space. And it's like, no, Jordan, you created this. You put, like you create, you, you, you had a sales structure that put that person in so much pain that they're going to go for pleasure instead of just choosing to see them as a powerful creator and then see what's true for them. Is it true to work with you or not? And that's it. And there's obviously, there's a structure that, that, um, that helps people come to those decisions. It really, there really is. But, um, I used to think my prospects were broken and I thought, yeah, I convince you you're broken, you'll pay me money. But it's just, it's wrong. It's, it's not wrong. It, you know, let me change that. It works. You're sitting there going, well, but Jordan, like, I make lots of money. Yeah, good, great. I, like, I'm not saying this doesn't work. What I'm saying is that it will create more problems for you to keep working on. your personal life, in your professional life. This has been my journey. Like I'll, I'll be, I'm going to go way out there now and, and really open up the, the, the curtains here. For a long time with my friendships, I have sucked at maintaining healthy uh, friendships. I, I have. I've oscillated so much, right? One minute I'm tight with one person, next minute I hate their guts. And I couldn't work it out why. I go, why do I do this? Why do I do this? Why am I creating this? Couldn't figure it out until I learned about oscillation. I learned about looking, choosing to see people as weaklings and define them as weaklings. I was doing this unconsciously, by the way, to protect myself from being seen as a weakling. <laughs> full, full transparency. But when I, I went, okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this person, I'm choosing to, to focus on what they're telling me and define it as 
weak or define it as they're lost or define it as they're not ambitious, define it as we have different mindsets, we're not the same, we don't have the same wants in like making problems literally out of thin air. I'm like, well, this is why your relationships suck. You're a judgmental prick, right? And I say that with a smile now, but it was confronting at the start. My coach, um, Linda and Craig, they're fantastic. I remember I was at I was at a workshop of theirs earlier this year, and and Linda, man, she kicked my ass. She's like, you know, she didn't say that you're a you're you're a self righteous, but she was explaining the structure of being self righteous, being all about yourself and putting yourself on a pedestal. And I'd heard it before, but the way they I was being self righteous there, but uh, the way that she explained it, it really cut through to my heart, and I'm like, oh damn, I do that. I'm a self righteous prick. I look down at people. And ever since then, you know, I'm not perfect. I, I still, I still slip, <laughs> right? But ever since then, I've noticed a distinct change in my relationships because when people talk to me now, I choose to see their heart. And when the victim comes up, the victim comes up, but it's not a problem. Sometimes it is hand up high. Yeah, I, 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 I go, I go, I go into my shit. Oh, no. Their bad energy is going to fuck me up, right? All that kind of talk. Yeah, I've, I've been there I, and I still go there. But it's a, but that's where, you know, when you're trained and when you, do, when you do work, when you do work on your heart and when you know about the superconscious and you know how to tap into it, uh, you, you're just like, okay, all right. Little whistle. <laughs> Breathe in. And just acknowledge what's going on here and let's just will ourselves to see their heart. And you know what's amazing about this, guys? It's so simple. But when you when you focus on it and you and you choose it, it works. And and people that I, I'd never thought I, I'd like oh, in full transparency, I love all my mates. I'm very close with the, the one the ones that are listening to this will know who they are. Um I, I am super lucky. I'm super blessed to have them as friends because they've stuck by my side. Even when most people would have gone, this guy is a fucking loser. Like he's treated me like shit. They have stuck by my side. And now with, with my, like my really close mates, we have an amazing friendship, amazing friendship, truly blessed, right? And on my part, I know that I'm I'm seeing this come to fruition now. On my part, because I, I'm choose, I, I'm just operating in a different way. My heart's open. I'm not looking at people and going, "You're fucked. You're powerful. You're fucked. You're powerful." I'm choosing to go. Everyone has a heart. Everyone has a victim. I I have both. And you know, it's also changed the game for me, guys. I I, I start to let. I've started to let people see me fucked up when I'm not almighty Jordan that I think I am at times, right? I, I let people see it. You know, that's been huge. Now that's not a, that's not a condition and please like, I know there's plenty of um, experts out there that are like, you got to let people see you cry and let that because of the bullshit, right? That's not, there's no conditions in life. You just do you, right? But if someone happens to see you, in your victimhood doesn't mean anything. It just is what it is, but it's powerful because you're like, oh, I have this side too. Great. It's all allowed. It's all allowed. 
things that may seem broken are allowed. Things that aren't broken are allowed. Like it's all allowed when you're in your heart. Um, yeah, you know. So that's on the relationships part. We can transition now into business because I feel like this is, yeah, yeah, this is, a, this is a big one. You know how many times, oh boy, when I've been writing my website, writing a landing page, doing ads, you know, this, this, this goes for anything that you're writing something for, right? You know how many times I've tried to fix that sucker? So what will you, what will you be attracted to? Let me put these right words. And man, sometime, literally, I would drive myself fucking bonkers. Put an ad up, you know, for my sales coaching, for my sales agency. Even my sales agency, it was fucking kicking ass. I would cold call people, say the same hook, the same hook each time, and they'd stay on the phone with me. But when it came to writing, for some reason, I'd get in my shit, and I'd write the hook, and I'd go, hmm, it's wrong. They're not going to like it. And I'd start defining the shit out of it. You think I'd put anything out there? After a week of changing the headline like 20 times, I did. Do you think it worked? No. Because the structure was let me get this right, not let me get some leads. Let me get this right is different from letting me get some leads. I'm not a marketing expert. I just know structure. All right. With my rap songs, let's just divert into music for a little bit. I remember there were some songs I never touched. I wrote the damn thing once, put it out there, and it was fine. And I, I you know, I remember going, that's what I wanted to write. But there were some songs, man. Oh boy, did I make a meal out of it. You know why? Because I'd write the verses, and one thing that used to kill me, right, was that it was a strength of mine, but I used to think my voice sucked. Like my singing voice sucked and I would be like, oh, this chorus sounds so, like the words, the, the way I've structured it, it's just, ah, but I don't sound good on it. So then I would go, well, your voice sounds shitty. You can't hit the right notes. Change the whole structure of it. And man, I, I reckon for some songs on my last album, Strong in the Soul, it's not out there anymore, so don't go looking for it. But I, I rewrote, there was one song, there were two songs, sorry, Party on the Low, Love Blind. I wrote the same damn chorus from it, changing the melodies at least five times each for both songs. And by the end of it, I just put it out because I couldn't deal with myself anymore. I'm like, this is crazy. This is crazy. You are, you are literally making a meal of these songs. And you know, it was um, so weird, guys. Like once the album dropped, I looked back and I go, fuck, the first version was the best version. Don't fix what's not broken. The ads, I told you, like... The hook worked on a cold call because I wasn't thinking about being perfect. When you try and make things work, that's the result you get. You get something that your ego is satisfied with working, with defining that it works. So it's like, let me rewrite a chorus 10 times until the ego goes, that one, that works because of this, 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 and this. Let me rewrite that headline and that piece of copy this many times because of this, 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 this. It'll need all the data in the world to make you, you, well, not even you, make it feel better about you releasing something. And it'll tell you the story. Yeah, we're safe to do this because of la, 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 la. 
That's not powerful creativity. That is being, okay, I was about to, I was about to, let's say something there, Jordan, reorientate. That is being in your victim. That is being in your victim because you're trying to be safe. There's no safety in creativity. That's the better way I can say it. There's no safety. You don't know, right? So yesterday morning, I put out a playlist on SoundCloud. By the way, if um, you don't follow me on SoundCloud, go do that right now. My uh, musician name is Debano Beats, and the playlist is called The Quest. And for for a while now, I've been making hip hop beats. I've been making like classical music, all on the laptop with my um, with my keyboard. And I, I'd had these five tracks that I loved, loved the sound of it, no lyrics, and I'm thinking. I've got lyrics to share on these songs, but structurally I can feel, and I, I just have this knowing that I, I did, Genius didn't give me these song ideas to write lyrics on. They, they were just things that came through. So it was like, just, re, just release it. No lyrics, no nothing. And I'm like, man, no one, just instrumentals. Like people are going to go, yeah, cool, right. Okay, Jordan, you put some chords together and some melodies. Really? And it was like, no, no, I'm getting that this is true for me. So I put it out there. And man, I got some of the nicest messages that I've ever got regarding my music. Now, that's not the point of me doing it, but it was interesting to watch because I knew with all five songs, I'm like, I've achieved the end result that I set out here to create sounds, to create a story through the chord progression, through the melodies, through the drum beat, through the bass, through everything, right? I got some of the nicest messages. They're like, man, I really like this song. I'm really vibing it. You know, some people were like, I've, I've listened to one, but tomorrow when I'm working, I'm, I'm going to get on this. I'm going to get on this and listen to the whole thing. And it, it made no sense to release it. I'm like, oh, should I put lyrics on it? Should I not? And then yesterday it was just like, just put it out. It was, it was a bridge. So I did it and it was like, afterwards, it's like, okay, that part of my musicianship, that's it's complete now. It's complete. And then I got, okay, now we're going to work on some songwriting where we're actually going to sing and stuff. That's going to be the next thing for me. Um, but like egoically, it didn't make sense. It's like, there's a problem with this. You don't have lyrics. It's like, well, maybe it doesn't need lyrics. And, and it didn't. It didn't. It sounds great. So challenge out to you guys. What are you defining is broken? And write that down. And I want, I, want to, I want to really speak directly to you and that thing that you're thinking is a problem separately. Number one, you. What are you projecting on to the thing that makes it a problem? Because that's what's making it a problem. This thing that you have defined as a problem is just an event, an object that you've created, right? And now you have chosen to project your beliefs and, and feelings onto it to make it a problem. There's nothing wrong with it. We all do this, but this is how you break it. This is not even how you break it. This is how you step out of it. You step out of the Coliseum and you go play at the MCG. No more fighting. Let's go kick some goals at the MCG and help Collingwood win a grand final. All right, that's the game I want to play here. Yeah? What beliefs are you projecting onto it? And then last but not least, like down here, the problem, if you were to take your beliefs off it and just see it, see the heart of it, see it as a, see it as a baby that has just come into this world, 
No idea. No idea. Fresh eyes, fresh, fresh mind, untainted, unscathed by experience. Just that baby there. Looking at it in that state, do you see a problem or just a creation? And if you see a creation, great, you've taken the first step. You've alchemized what was a problem into just an event, just an object. And then the next step you want to take is you want to know what's true for you to do next. Now, sometimes this creation does need your attention where you will need to solve it. I've been in those scenarios where I've had, like I was talking about my relationships just then, I've had to have conversations with some people and kind of just open up the heart and go, listen, the way we've been going about things hasn't worked. Hasn't worked for me and clearly hasn't worked for you. And like we've really cleared the air. Sometimes in business, you will create something that does need your attention, but you don't fix it to get away from the problem. You fix it to step above the problem and create something new that can hold you above it. There's so many examples that I could give you there, but we're running out of time. So let me give you the, the most basic one here. And I, I teach this to all my, my clients that are entrepreneurs and building business. If you have a money problem, if you try to fix the money problem, you'll get cash in short term, okay? But most likely you're gonna oscillate back to the other side where you run out of money. I've been there before, we've all been there before when we go for short term cash. If you define your money problem as just a time in your life where you don't have a lot of money and just go, well, there's two sides to this, there's benefits and drawbacks, and just go, okay, well, this is, this is what it is here. Just a little vetted type, a microscopic thing of my timeline while I'm alive. And then you go, well, okay, what is true for me to create a business that serves? Immediately, if you step up into that structure up here, a business that serves, you're gonna to start to think of products, you're gonna to start to think of services that represent your heart, your truth, that if you bring to life, they're gonna serve a vast amount of people. Now, are you gonna have a better chance at making a lot of money there? Yes, for the long term, because now you're thinking about something that creates value. You're focusing on the demand rather than supply. Yeah, we're gonna continue talking in the next section. I'll be back. All right, welcome back. We uh, we ran out of time in the last uh, in the first section. The Spotify recorder only gives me thirty minutes at a time, so we're back. So we were speaking about uh, the example of of getting out of the fixing orientation. So you know you go about creating a business that serves. Okay, a business that's true for you that serves, right? You want it to be true for you to do certain, certain things. Um, and you're gonna make a lot of money, right? You're gonna make a lot of money. You might not, you might not. Uh, you wanna be open to that, but there's a greater chance you will. There's something that I, and this is how I wanna wrap up this episode. This second section's not gonna be super long. But I am a true believer in we, we, we can close off our hearts and we can open our hearts. I know for me, I've always had a closed heart when I have been attached to fixing something or like close, closed off. It's like, this needs to be fixed and this is the only outcome because immediately like it puts you, it put me in, in my ego and it's like, man, like 
you know, the relationship can't go this way. It can't be good because this person is la la la, or, or, or it can't be bad because this person's up here and I'm looking up to them or the business. This is a problem because if this problem didn't exist and it actually worked, holy shit, I'm actually going to be feel a bit of tension and I'm going to feel unsafe. And oh my God, right. There, there are so many examples I could give you. Like, what about the songs? If I just wrote one chorus, one chorus and went, well, this is the creation that's come through. Genius is telling me it's complete. Let's go. Let's launch that sucker. If that actually was just it and I, and there, I'm just in this state of not knowing, my heart's open. My heart's open. I'm like, okay, whichever way it goes now. I know my preference. I know my preference where I would like it to go, but I'm also open to it not being received well because I've, it, either way doesn't matter. That's not the reason I'm creating. I've created the song, the business, the, the book, the relationship for the end result of the relationship for the end result of the business for the end result of the song. Now, whether that jives with some people or, or whether it doesn't is irrelevant. Like you just live with it. This is the, this is the where you really harness. This is where you're really harnessing your genius. I know for me, there have been many creations that I've gone about um, and, and I, I've seen it all the way through. And at the end, you know, it's like, don't launch this. And I, I, nowadays I know it's like, okay, well, you put this song together. It's not designed to be launched, launched. Sometimes I'll put a, a, a golf on a tangent, create a sales page for something, go about creating this program for my coaching business. And then it's like, no, don't put it out there. And then sometimes it's put it out there and it doesn't do well. I've had, I've had it go that way as well. But, you, but this is the thing. Whether it does well or not is not the point. You're following your truth because there's always something there if you're open. If you're open. So for me, right, um, I'll be honest with you guys. Like I, I ran Unlock Your Creative Genius earlier this year. You guys would have seen that, okay? The people that are listening to this podcast, you would have seen that, right? Now, Here's the thing. The plan was, I don't know if I've shared this on the podcast, but the plan was, it's like, this is a new business. I want people to know what I'm up to these days. I want people to get a demo of my work. And I really wanted to fill up this group program um, after running Unlock Your Creative Genius. I had this group program called Alchemy. Now, what happened as a result? Well, I had a bunch of people sign up for the course, nearly a hundred. I think I had about 86 people sign up. So it was pretty decent, right? No ads what, or whatsoever. Uh, and, and then I was like, okay, all right. So if we convert X amount of people from the course into alchemy, it's going to be this many dollars and then we can reinvest ads. My ego is going berserk with what we're going to do, right? And midway through the program, I'll never forget this. It was after session two. My genius uh, orientation, I was in it and, it and it told me, it's like, don't worry about your group program, focus on one-to-ones. It made no sense. <laughs> I created this whole thing. That I'd, I'd even recorded, guys, like full transparency, like 20 videos to support the next cohort that would go up into this group program, right? We recorded 20 videos because I'm like, this is the way it needs to go. But midway through this free thing that I was running, it's like focus on one-to-ones. I persisted and said, no, no, I'm not going to tell people about my yearly one-to-ones. They need to buy the group program first. So what happened? Well, 
I knew what was true for me and I also knew that this thing over here wasn't true for me anymore. I focused on that, but you know what I created at the end? I created two one-to-one clients. Two one-to-one clients. Now, was I pissed? Yes. Did I achieve the end result though of my business? Yes, I did. The end of re- result of my business back then was to run a coaching business that helped entrepreneurs connect into their hearts and create from there. The two clients I gained <clears throat> from running that program, they are definitely creating from their heart right now as a result. I achieved the end result. Nowhere in my end result did I say, uh, do I talk about sales numbers? Do I talk about how much money it needs to make? What programs? All, all this kind of stuff. They're nowhere, right? Because of that condition, okay, I gave myself a hard time and I slowed my business down. I really did. I slowed it down. It's like, oh, so what does this mean? Do I never run Unlock Your Creative Genius again? Do I, do I, do I never run a group program again? Do I have to go to a different audience? I started making all of this stuff up and it was like, after like a few hours, I was like, oh, hang on. No, no, no. The real gold here is the fact that you ran a free course, you got two clients that have really connected to their heart and now you're gonna help them more and that's it. This is not a problem, this is just a creation, okay? Now in the future, will the group thing come back? It might, it might, right? Even now guys, like last week, I was like, group program, oh, I'm seeing it, I'm seeing it. I'm like, hang on a second, that's a good idea, but what's true for you? Ah, podcast and one-to-ones. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So I surrendered. I'm like, okay, we're just going to focus on this. We're just going to focus on this. It doesn't make sense, but that's what, that's what I'm getting is true for me. So I could have easily jumped to conclusions. Wow, my business model's broken because it doesn't have a group program. Wow. You know, every successful go to la la la. It's like, hang on. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good with just going with what's true for me instead of getting into stories and trying to fix what's not broken. There's nothing broken about it. The fact is that the, the, what is in front of me here is just that I have a podcast that people are enjoying. They're listening to it. And Genius is telling me to focus on my one-to-one clients. I have one-to-one clients that are kicking ass, wants me to, to create some more. So let's do that. It doesn't need to mean that my business model isn't correct because what's correct? Correct is getting away from non-correct or incorrect, non-correct. God, my English, right? Funny story about that actually, Uh, spelling words wrong and using words that don't exist. You guys might remember it. I put a reel out there where I said, um, how to deal with uncomfort. Bad, terrible, right? My God. I'm a writer, I'm I'm an author, I'm a songwriter. I should not be putting words out like how to deal with uncomfort, right? I think that was the headline, something like that. Man, did I get so much shit for that reel. People were coming after me in the comments. Big guru can't spell, can't spell uh, discomfort, right? They, They really covered after me. And do you know what was so amazing about that reel? It got the most views, it got the most likes And so many people in the comments on the other side of it were like, man, thanks for sharing this message today. This really helped. So I'm like, two sides to everything. 
I achieved my end result. Yeah, people don't like my spelling. So what? Doesn't need to mean anything. And I wanted to get upset about it. I'm like, how do I deal with haters? I'm like, hang on a second. Hang on a second. Having a bit of like disagreement, a bit of hate, is that a problem? No, it's not. They're not my audience. My audience are showing themselves in the comments here. Oh, okay. I have hate and I have love. Great. Everyone does. Cool. I've made a, a reel that makes me look incredibly uh, unprofessional. I think I'm talking properly there. But who cares? I've connected. Still one of my most popular reels. Do not fix what is not broken. Let's end it there. Guys, if you have enjoyed today's episode, please give me a, uh, a follow, a follow. Uh, go check out The Quest. The Quest is now available on SoundCloud. In case um, you guys don't know about the songs, um, they're all instrumentals. It's a mix between rap, uh, rap beats, classical, and some EDM stuff there, you know, some electronic keyboards and what have you. Uh, feedback's been amazing so far. If you vibe with one of the songs, give it a like, share it on uh, social media. Um, it would really mean a lot to me. And uh, let me know, let me know which songs you love on Instagram. My, you guys should know my handle. It's at Jordan DeBano. And if you're in a place right now where you are wanting to go deeper into what I'm speaking about here, really the topic that we're, we're going into, guys, is natural leadership. You becoming inwardly fluent with your thoughts, your feelings, the ideas that are coming um, through you that you would love to create in business, maybe you're in the corporate world, becoming in tune and inwardly fluent with all of those things that can that that are that are going on in the victim and in the creator. That's what really creates the influence on the outside. That's what I do in my one-to-one -one coaching. Okay, whether you're a, an artist, whether you're an entrepreneur, an executive, I'm here for you. If you want to have a chat and you want to talk about uh, my coaching. There will be a link today for you to go and book in a quick call. Um, 30 minutes, jump on the phone and we can see if we're a fit or not to work together. Apart from that, guys, thank you for tuning in. Stay inspired and I will most likely speak to you later this week. All right, chat soon. Bye.